Welcome to episode 173 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, it's Tuesday, people. Tuesday's episode. Uh, Tuesday, the 29th of December, 2000, 2020. And this is it, people, for the episodes for 2020. This is the last one, people. Um, I'm glad 2020 is over. I'm fucking glad 2020 is over. It's been right fucking shit fetched, isn't it? Um, all those fucking posts on social media. 2020 can go fuck itself. No one's listening, sweetheart. I hate to tell you that, but nobody is fucking listening about your shitty, inane posts about how bad a year. 2020 just by the mere fact that people are posting that on social media the fact that they're actually posting it and not dead by coronavirus means it could have been a lot worse for you individually um you know a lot of people out there oh 2020 sucks man i fucking hate it it was so shit. I had loads of time off work and like there was people who I didn't really know dying and stuff and it's really affected my mental health. Ah! 2020 is a year of fucking mental health fucking rocketed to the charts, didn't it? It went straight up there just when we thought issues with people's mental health couldn't get any worse. People are having mental health issues about not fucking going to work and sitting on the sofa all day watching fucking films. <laughs> I'm sure those people who have fought in wars and come back with PTSD after, like, going to grab their friend and drag them off the battlefield and both of their arms come off in their hands. I'm sure those people really, really... Think about the people who are sat at home on their fucking sofa watching box set after box set, feeling a little bit lonely because they can't fucking hug a friend. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm not dispelling the myth. They're saying it's a myth, mental health issues. People do have mental health issues, don't they? But, you know, not everyone. Not everyone. We fucking know, don't we? We know. Don't we? We know. We know the liars out there, but you can't t- you can't say that they're liars, can you? That's the thing. We all know you're a fucking bullshitter, but we can't say you're bullshitting just in case you fucking string yourself up or something like that, and then we're going to feel bad and we're the bad guy. Um, but uh, yes, 2020 is almost over, people. Um, new Year. I don't know what your New Year celebrations are, wherever you are around the world, whatever you can do. Um I dare say I will watch the traditional, um, you got that fucking, they drag out Jules Holland every year, don't they? Jules Holland's Hogmanay fucking whatever it is. Jules Holland's fucking, you know, every fucking, ah, wouldn't be New Year without Jules Holland. What did we do before him about 30 years ago before all of a sudden he was on all the time with his fucking, I know this is irony saying this, his fucking nasally voiced Seeing us into the new year every year. Um, I don't know. Um, 
so we've got that to put up with. Um, obviously, uh, I'll watch the... Uh, I'm going to be staying indoors, aren't I? Like uh, most people will be on New Year's Eve. Gone are the days. Gone are the fucking days of uh, New Year's Eve where uh, I used to go out. When you're about 18, 19, and you go out for New Year's Eve and your ultimate ultimate thing is to go to a nightclub pay overpriced drinks to go in uh new year's eve uh in a nightclub and um party the night away i remember going to a club in northampton on new year's eve that uh, used to be down bridge street any uh old listeners uh from the northampton area may know it uh well it's more of a bar than a club but it was open sort of like late new year's eve 40s it used to be called there used to be a downstairs and an upstairs the dance floor and everything was on, uh, kind of on the upstairs. I remember getting fucking punched. Um, this was a separate incident, by the way, uh, in the downstairs and then witnessing on New Year's Eve a full-scale fight between about 30 people uh, on the dance floor, which was a lovely, lovely way uh, to uh, see in the new year. <laughs> Seeing somebody have their head stamped on. Um, in the countdown, 10, 9. And they were like almost counting it down as they were. It, it was almost like somebody was counting him out um, in a boxing match uh, as he was getting his head kicked in on the floor. And then all his mates piled into the other guy and all his mates piled in. And uh, everybody else in that club was just... Uh, well, pub stroke club was just standing around the sides. <laughs> like they were waiting to slow dance at a school disco. Just waiting around the sides of the fucking uh of the fucking pub upstairs and uh just watching it, going, Well I suppose uh that's New Year's Eve done. Uh I suppose we'll just watch this and then should we get a taxi home? <laughs> How was your New Year's Eve, Ben? Oh, it was fantastic, yeah. I saw uh, somebody uh, uh, about 20 minutes before he got took, taken to hospital and I uh, saw the events that uh, partaked uh, to lead to that um, inevitable destination. Um, yeah, so uh, it will be a very quiet one now. I don't really uh, I don't really do nightclubs or anything like that anymore. Uh, let's have a little bit of tea on. I don't do nightclubs. I, I I do gigs in nightclubs um, or was doing gigs in nightclubs um, this sort of like time of year um, last year. But um, it's always nice because the comedy night is always before they let in the fucking idiots who want to go clubbing. Uh, so as you're walking out, they're all walking in and um, it's a nice feeling now thinking that at about like 10 o'clock at night your evening is over and somebody else's evening is going to go on until about four o'clock in the morning when you're going to be tucked up in bed nice and safe and soberly sleeping away as uh yeah but yeah i remember i remember going out when i was younger on new year's and wearing a fucking shirt that stops doesn't it that stops in your fucking 20s when you're 18, 19, you go out it's in winter in a fucking shirt. Um, 
even now, if I go to the pub or something, I'll, I'll take a jacket. If it's winter, I'll have a hat, gloves, scarf. Don't worry about. I don't worry about where I'm going to put it. I'm still going to. I'm just going to put it over my chair. I'm not going to leave it anywhere. That was always the always the worry. Oh, what am I going to do with my jacket, man? Like when I go clubbing and shit like that. I need to. I need to wear my shirt. I don't want to be restricted by this jacket when I'm throwing some shapes on the dance floor. Now I'm like, oh. Not that I was much of a dancer, really. I was more of a stand around fucking having a drink and uh, taking a piss out of people sort of a person. Um, But um, those days are over. Over. They used to have... I couldn't ever be... They used to be... I remember there used to be a guy who was in his 60s who used to go, like, nightclubbing or something and he'd just, like, be dancing all night and shit like that. And it's like... You just felt like, it's over, son. It's over. 60. You know, still fucking dancing along, um, bobbing and weaving. Uh, It was just, uh, yeah, it was very odd. You know, still trying to relive the uh, literally the 60s, I think. He had long hair, like a long beard, and everybody used to know him and stuff like that. And people used to, hey, man, and stuff like that, but he used to go to a nightclub on his own and just dance all night, and you're like, I know, there's probably people out there thinking, hey, man, that sounds so cool. It's fucking not, because that guy probably had to be an accountant the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fucking hell. He had to be at work at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning. He's been out dancing all night, and he's in his 60s. He ain't going to be the best. Um... Anyway, um, let's have a look. Uh, there was one story this week. Here's, here's a happy Christmas story. Talk, talking about things getting punched. Seamless segue there. Um, it's fucking made me laugh, man. Um, it's 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 one of the best videos I've ever seen. Um, octopuses sucker punching fish. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Um and apparently, um, the octopus is unleashing their ire of a variety of fish. Octopuses are unleashing their ire on a variety of fish species, including tailspot squirrelfish, black tips, yellow saddles, and red sea goatfishes. After getting punched, the fish would get pushed to the edge of the group, would actually leave the group. I fucking love it. The fish are helping them and shit like that. <laughs> the octopuses. Every- hey, we all have a bad day at work, don't we? You all want to take your frustration out on something. Even octopuses. Is that our day? Is that our day? Octopusing around, feeling stuff with his suckers, you know, uh, hiding from fucking sharks and shit like that, trying to, you know, eat shit, find some, you know, doing that skulky, weird little walk that they do, changing colour, you know. He's been red, he's been blue, he's been everything today. He's fucking exhausted. And then you've got a fish hanging around you, who, who, you know, you're a bit frustrated, take it out. <laughs> I fucking love it, though. I love the fact that they're actually doing it out of spite as well. It's fucking unbelievable. If you watch the videos for it, it's fucking hilarious. Um, they just give them a fucking whack every now and again, like fish hanging around. It's got to be annoying, hasn't it? Like, just living in that sort of like environment, first of all, has got to be annoying. you got fish floating around you all the time, coming and have a look, hey, what are you doing down there? What are you, oh, what are you got? 
everything wants to either fucking kill you or if you're eating something, they want something out of it, don't they? Um, you know, that must be the worst thing about being a wild animal. That's the worst thing I'd hate, I think, about being a wild animal. When you sit down to have something to eat and there's always something around you, either a bigger one of you or a smaller one of your species or some other species just skulking around in the background trying to just skulking around in the back. Hey, have you finished all of that? You finished eating yet? Have you? When you finish, let me know so I can have the rest. Like that. You'd have constant indigestion. And uh, it's nice to see that a wild animal like an octopus that everybody goes, hey, octopuses are so intelligent and shit like that, aren't they? They're just giving whack a little jab to a fish every now and again just to take out. <laughs> just let me. Just let me eat my fucking dinner in peace. Or I'm going to give you a fucking slap, me old fish. And I, I'm going to give you a fucking slap if you don't leave me to eat this on my own. There'll be nothing worse. I don't think, hey, hey, hey you fucking, you just, t- even if you're a lion or something like that, you've got like other lions hanging around or like hyenas constantly in the background just popping their head up to see if you've eaten everything you want to eat. There's no going back to it, is there? You know, if you're a lion or any sort of predator, there's no going back. You know, you can't just have a little bit. You need to gorge yourself, didn't you, and then go off. So you can't eat another morsel because there's some. There's either vultures flying around, like having a bob, like just hanging around the nearest branch. Are you finished eating all of that yet? He, he looks like he's finished. You look like you're finished over there. Um... Yeah, it'd be a fucking nightmare. But it's nice to see that uh, even an octopus... You see, intelligent life breeds violence. (laughs) That's it, isn't it? You see all these shrimps and shit and stuff like that. that, You know, they seem to get on quite well, you know. like Whereas uh, it's just, you know, all these fish floating about. The video's fucking amazing. Just see a fucking tentacle come out like that and just whack straight on the nose. Fucking love it. I love the fact that uh, octopuses and fishes are known to hunt together, taking advantage of the other's morphology and hunting strategy. Since multiple partners join, this creates a complex network where investment and payoff can be imbalanced, giving rise to partner control mechanisms. So (laughs) he just gives them a fucking slap to keep them in line. He's like a mafia boss. Oh, this is fucking great. It's fucking great. Since multiple partners join this guy, oh, yeah, in much the same way as you or my or I might try to elbow out fellow diners at a buffet, this partner control mechanism therefore seeks to establish a sense of control and dominance in the food free for all. That's it. It just gives them a whack. Know your place. That's it. If you're dining with an octopus, you're going to get a few fucking slaps every now. Yeah, slap him around a bit. Keep him in line. You keep my brother in line. It's very Godfather. <laughs> you keep my brother in line. Bit more tea there. I fucking love that though. I fucking love the idea of octopuses getting uh, losing their fucking rag with fish. <laughs> ah dear. Um, let's have a look at the next one. The next one uh, here's a fucking 
shameless cunt if there ever was one um this is uh this is fucking amazing i still um i i never i never understand why people do this right i know like obviously i'm not that naive to think that um you know this sort of thing doesn't go on and i'm not that naive to think hey why do people do this but uh this is a woman who who uh who faked terminal cancer uh, and even shaved her own head to con her friends into paying eight thousand five hundred for a, a, a wedding, uh, for her own wedding. By the way, it wasn't like a <laughs> fuck. Hey, I'm I'm doing this altruistically. I never understand that why people make up the fact they've got fucking cancer or some terminal disease or something like that because they're gonna get found out. You know. She, this this woman has essentially conned her friends and her family and everybody out of eight and a half grand. Is that worth it? Is it really worth it? Eight and a half thousand pounds to lose all your f- friends' respect. You, you've lost your friends. Your friend family will have to stick by you. I mean, she she went the whole hog. She shaved her fucking head, but um, you can tell it's shaved. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's not like all her hair's fallen out. You can tell it's fucking shaved. Uh, a bride who faked having terminal cancer to con loved ones into paying eight grand. Uh, it's gone down. Eight grand for a dream wedding was down today. Tony Standing, 29, shaved her head and lies to friends and family, as well as a local paper. That is the worst thing. How dare you lie to the local paper? Saying it's gone to my brain, my bones. It's everywhere. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. Um... Jesus, she's a big old girl as well. Jesus, she's a big old girl. Ah, oh, she looks like a fucking Kinder Egg. Um, oh shit, my fucking battery's gone on my laptop now. Look at that shit fest. Uh, why is that not working? Um, anyway, so uh, <laughs> I have to bluster through this. Ah, oh, the old, uh, the old uh, laptop's gone. Um. This, uh, yeah, so she, she, she is a big old girl as well. Uh, with a shaved head, she kind of looks like a kinder egg. <laughs> if you've got that fucking image of a kinder egg, if you, if you can imagine a lying kinder egg um, with a wedding dress on uh, and spouting that she has cancer, that is exactly what she looks like. But everybody who does this... They always end up getting found out. They never, because there's always, they always take it too far. That's the thing. It's like, I've got cancer and now it's terminal and now it's gone to my brain and now it's gone to my bones. And then suddenly, I don't know what they expect. They expect that there's, uh, they're just going to make a miracle fucking, you know, in everybody's head when everybody's there, you know, like. Oh, do you want me to accompany you to the hospital or something? No, 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 it's all right. It's all right. I'm okay. I'm okay. I can I can get to that. Well, you must want me to, you know, do something. They always make a fucking cock up, don't they? They always go too far. You know, say you've got cancer. Yes. Say it's terminal, possibly best, not the best thing to do, you know. Or alternatively, get a second job, you know, get a second job. Then you won't have to lie about cancer. Wait a little bit of time. Save that money. 
you know, squirrel some money away every month, and then he can get married with a fucking full head of hair, <laughs> having not needed to pay extra money for a fucking wig because you've shaved your head because you're lying about getting cancer. You're going to look a lot better in the photos with your natural hair rather than a bald head or, um, you know, or wearing a fucking 20p wig you got from a fucking um, a uh, fancy dress fucking place. Oh, Jesus. To be fair to her, though, she is a big old girl with a bald head. Um, she didn't, uh, she wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't, in, even though she's got the bald head, she's got a lot of fucking meat on her bones. You wouldn't instantly look at her and think she's got terminal cancer, only two weeks to live. <laughs> you know, just on her fat reserves alone, she could live for about 18 months even if she didn't eat anything, even if she was on, like, chemo and it was making her throw up every day of everything she ate. Just 18 months alone. Then bring her back. You know, make it convincing. Lose a bit of weight. But that's too hard, isn't it? It's easier just to say. <laughs> I don't fucking know, people. Oh, Jesus. Uh, let's have a little bit of tea. Anyway, on to the next bit. Um, uh, this was a this was a funny story that I won't be able to read word for word, but I've already read it. That was because um, <coughs> obviously my battery has gone on my fucking crap top, um, uh, and I and I, I refuse to uh, start and uh, restart this. Um, Stop and restart this uh, uh, podcast. That's not the way we do things here at Briggs Towers. Um, so, yeah, this was uh, the story about uh, this was an Alabama um, fugitive um, who, fred, uh, who fed uh, meth uh, to, to a squirrel to make it his attack squirrel. I mean, you couldn't. I mean, a lot of people say only in America, but this seems a particularly. American phenomenon of feeding meth to a squirrel to make it an attack squirrel is actually um, apparently <laughs> he's been charged with a wildlife offence by feeding meth to the fucking squirrel. Well, I imagine it's just fucking selling its fucking, you know. They were initially, uh, police were initially uh, suspicious that the um, squirrel may be on meth because it was touting for business up and down outside this guy's house. <laughs> you want some business, sweetheart, do you? <laughs> How much for a nutty blowjob? Ah, oh, Jesus. Fucking jars of Nutella going out, uh, being stolen from uh, the local supermarket, and this squirrel just fucking running out with it. And I, you'll fucking never catch me, you fucking little fucks. Um, yeah, Jesus, hey, you want some business? You want some squirrel teeth around that, do you? Yeah, fucking hell, Jesus. Feeding a squirrel meth, that has got to be, you know, to make it an attack squirrel. It's got, you know heroin's just gonna you know meth is gonna like make it like fucking pumped up a little bit and shit like that you know heroin's just gonna tire it out i wonder if it where you know he tried other things you know a little bit of speed fuck me jesus um 
but apparently he's been done for it. The squirrel, I imagine, is in rehab. <laughs> now, ah, uh, Jesus. Oh, I was doing, like, I started on nuts, man. I was nuts my whole life. I was just doing nuts my whole life, and then I tried, I moved in with some guy, and uh, so he was a fugitive, started hanging around with the wrong crowd, and Alabama fugitive, and he, he got me on meth, and... Uh, and here I am now in rehab. I just turned crazy, man. I turned crazy. Uh, can you get those signs like you um, like you do uh, like for dogs and stuff? Uh, beware, attack squirrel. <laughs> it seems the lamest fucking thing in the world. But I, all I want to do now is feed a squirrel meth just to see what happens. <laughs> That's all I want to do now. That could be the way. On a serious note, the red squirrel in this country is in danger from the bigger American, fucking American grey squirrel coming over here, yeah? Fucking nicking our fucking nuts. Um, This could be a way of getting the red squirrel to toughen up a little bit in this country and kick the fucking American grey squirrel out. This could be it. If you are a wildlife conservationist and you believe in the flora, fauna and animals of this great nation, I urge you immediately to start putting meth on bird baths and um, uh, just, uh, you know, those nut things, those nut things in a cage that you get in winter for birds and squirrels. Put a little bit of meth in there. You know, get them to bulk up a little bit. Probably a bit of meth, some steroids maybe. When the old red squirrel comes along, you've got you've got to stop the old grey squirrels getting in there somehow because they're fucking nasty enough as they are apparently. They slap the old red squirrels around. But we want our red squirrels back in this country. And the only way to do it, nobody's thought of this. I bet Chris Packham hasn't thought of this. I bet David Attenborough hasn't thought of this. We give meth to the red squirrels. They'll get a fucking attitude problem. They'll turn into attack red squirrels, drive the grey squirrels into the sea, and we're back where we were at the start. Back in Henry VIII days when the old red squirrels ruled supreme, baby. Um... <laughs> I don't know. That's the only. Ah, oh, fucking hell! If anybody out there has got any meth uh, and hasn't got the balls to give it to a red squirrel, I will do it myself. I just want to put that across the board. If you've got any meth, email me podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will go to a forest where red squirrels are dominant. I will soak nuts in meth and then can you soak it in meth i don't know i'm not really uh au fait with um uh meth um and we'll fucking get it recorded and we'll put it up as a special episode <laughs> a special episode of uh squirrels on meth that's what we'll do or any other animal you know uh let's have a bit of tea any other wildlife animal from this country, you know, badger on speed, something like that. I don't know. I'd like to see that. They're quite, uh, you know, um, I don't know, a fox on ecstasy. 
anything. Any other rule of three. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Somebody had used that as material. Um, a badger. I really like your uh, badger on speed stuff and fox on ecstasy. Oh, thanks. Thanks very much. I really appreciate it. It was... <laughs> I would pay good money. I would pay good money to see a fucking fox on ecstasy fighting a badger on speed just to see if there was any drug enhancement. You never see that, do you? There's not enough. I don't think there's enough drugs and wildlife-related um, uh, footage out there um, that we can all see. Uh, this is something I would be Googling and will be Googling uh, as soon as my laptop uh, battery starts up again. Um, but because uh, I have to unplug my laptop, basically, to do this fucking shit, and usually I have enough battery on there to walk my way through stuff just in case, but clearly this is not the case. Um, yeah, I would... <laughs> so maybe that Alabama fugitive guy, he uh, he was a forward thinker and just thought, fucking hell, I can get fucking wild animals smacked off their tits. And then just get them to attack people. This is fucking great. I don't have to go around beating the shit out of people anymore. Oh, uh, dear. Um, what are we on? 29 and a half minutes, people. Um, that is, um, this is, uh, episode 173 of the Ben Briggs podcast. It is the 29th of December today. So we have, what, two days until... Um, until New Year's Eve, fucking hell, saying goodbye to 2020, man, and hello to 2021, which I imagine will be pretty much the same sort of, uh, the same sort of uh, <laughs> coronavirus restrictions. But there is hope, baby. There's hope out there. March, April will be kicking on, won't we? Like, things will be loosening up if we uh, touch wood. Uh, and we can uh, start getting things a little bit back to normal, can't we? Um, that was it. Uh, that was it, dudes. Uh, dude, I never used that fucking term. What the fuck am I doing? Uh, episode 173. If you want to uh, message me, particularly uh, any videos about wildlife on drugs, uh, it is just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Uh, uh, I will be back on Saturday, motherfuckers. Uh, have a good rest of your week. Uh, I'll speak to you then. Take care.